Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Average Outdoorsman Experience. I'm your host, Caleb Allen. Really excited to be here with you guys. If you haven't already, go ahead, take a second, and subscribe. I'd love to see a lot more of you. Let's get started. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Average Outdoorsman Experience. Uh, pretty feels pretty good to be back on here and, and podcasting again. I know it's been a while since you folks have heard my voice. I apologize for that. Don't worry, I'm going to fill you in on all the details and kind of everything else been going on. In this podcast, you can look forward to a couple of things. I've got uh, several hunts planned, and I'll go through those with you. I've uh, acquired some new gear to kind of help out with those hunts. Uh, and I've had a lot of personal stuff going on as well that's been kind of affecting just the day-to-day stuff. Anyway, we'll dig into all that. I think first and foremost, uh, I want to apologize to a couple of people. Uh, Cindy, uh, you and Hannah both have recorded episodes with me. I know it's been heavy on my mind. I do want to get those two out. I just haven't had the time. Uh, I haven't had really the energy uh, to kind of get that done. I've, I've just, like I said, we've, it's just been busy. Uh, life has sort of happened and I haven't been able to get those edited and put out as quickly as I would like to. I promise that they're on my radar. They're on the agenda and I'm going to get them done. It's just going to take me a minute to kind of get there. So please bear with me. Listeners, you guys as well. Like I said, I, I uh, promised to, to put out podcasts regularly and it just, because of everything going on, I really haven't had the opportunity. So please be patient uh, and thank you guys so much for, uh, for all the support and everything else. With all that said, I, I guess let's go ahead and get into it. So upcoming hunts. Um, Man, y'all, I am, man, I'm excited. Uh, there's a couple of hunts coming up this year that I'm looking forward to. Now, you know, waterfowl is, is going to be a, a big one. I, I typically, you know, we'll, we'll hunt waterfowl every weekend. We haven't really gotten to the point yet here in Lubbock where we can do that. Uh, it's been really, really dry. We haven't had any rain this year. And because of that, we don't have any water. And of course, with no water, you get no ducks. We also really haven't had any cold fronts push through and we need those cold fronts to, you know, birds are all migratory. So if, if it's, if it's warm here and if it's warm up north of us, the birds just won't come down. They'll stay up there in the open water, uh, up north of us. There's no reason for them to come all the way down here. So we're waiting on, on cold fronts to push down geese as well. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we'll start seeing some more cold front action. Uh, maybe with a little bit of, you know, I'm hoping we'll see some some rain. I don't know. You know, I guess we'll have to find out. But yeah, until uh, until we get some water and some cold weather, man, I just don't see us being able to get in and, and get any waterfowl hunting done. So we're waiting and we're being patient and we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, I've stayed busy. Um, this last couple of, of months, I've been doing a lot of coyote hunting and I've been pretty effective at it. Uh, we've we've done well. Uh, of course, this is all hunting at night, uh, and this is all hunting with thermals. Y'all, you know, coyote hunting at night with thermals is, is almost unfair to the coyotes. Uh, I mean, of, of course, you still got to beat their nose, and you still got to be quiet, and you still have to just kind of win, but it makes it easier, and it's a whole lot of fun. Like I said, I've been pretty successful there. I uh, killed several coyotes. We also, uh, not too long ago, I got a badger, and I didn't know we had badgers here in Lubbock. I've a couple of people told me, "Yeah, man, you didn't know that." No, I didn't. I never seen one, and I, <laughs> I, I shot it, and as I, you know, I'm looking through the thermal, and it looks like a raccoon. And of course, y'all don't get the wrong idea. Like I'm not just out there blasting away at everything that walks, you know, past us. It's not like that at all. With thermals, 
you can kind of tell what something is. Uh, you can tell if it's a dog. You can tell if it's a coyote. Um, you can tell if it's a, a rabbit, you know, or a, a you know cattle or something like that out in the background. So you can see all that. You can you can kind of tell. Where it gets kind of confusing is like the smaller stuff. So in this case, it was it was a badger, and I thought it was a raccoon, and so I squared up on it, uh, and I was probably I don't know sixty yards out and popped it, and I walked up on it, and you know of course was gonna bring it back. I'm telling my buddy, I'm like, this is a weird looking raccoon, man. Like I've never seen nothing like it. And I get up closer and he's like, Caleb, that's, that's not a raccoon. That's a badger. And I'm thinking, oh man, well, that's cool. Anyhow, I got a badger. I think it might end up getting sent to the old tax, y'all. It's cool looking. It's got claws that have got to be every bit of like two and a half inches long. I don't know. It's just an angry, mean looking beast. And I'm kind of excited about it. Also a really pretty coat. And I didn't jack it up too bad whenever I shot it. So yeah, I think that thing's going to get mounted. I don't know. I'd love to hear your guys' feedback. What would be a good option to mount that? Like, what do you guys see? A buddy of mine has one or is getting one mounted and it's like standing over like a snake. Uh, I don't know if I want to do that. Seems a little bit too hardcore for me, but I don't know. It's a badger. It's unique. So yeah, like I said, that's been keeping me busy. And then also just preparing for these upcoming hunts. So what's coming down the hatch? All right, guys, I've got a mule deer hunt this weekend. Uh, Starts on Friday. I'm going to have some personal stuff kind of running into that. Uh, mule deer season here is only, gosh, nine days long. It opens up on the 21st, uh, and I, I think it ends on the 29th or something like that. So it's only a few days. Uh, but my plan is to get out there and hunt on, or, you know, drag out the camper side by side, get out there on Friday evening, and then hunt. Uh, I took off next week of work from work, so I'll, I'll hunt all the way through Thanksgiving. Hopefully I can get a mule deer on the ground. Lamb County says one buck, uh, and that's all you get. So I've got to find it. We'll see what happens on that. Feel pretty confident. I know that there's deer out there. It's just going to be a matter of being in the right place. Uh, anybody who has hunted mule deer, you can probably, you know, you know what the deal is. They're not like whitetail, uh, and they, they don't, you know, whitetail deer, you know, everybody says about average two, three miles is about, you know, as far as they roam around mule deer just aren't like that. They they migrate quite a bit, so it can be miles and miles and miles. So it's just a matter of being in the right place at the right time on the right food source. They don't come to feeders, so there ain't no sense in putting feeders out. It's going to take a lot of a lot of glassing. I uh, My plan is to drive around uh, in the pickup or the side-by-side, whichever, you know, seems more appropriate, and, you know, go field to field and just glass. You know, they, they get down low. Mule deer are funny. They bed down. They'll bed down in cotton. They'll bed down in corn sorghum, pretty much everything out there they'll bed down in. So he's got to go out there and find them. And, and picking out a bed of deer in a flat field is actually more difficult than you would think. So anyhow, hopefully I get a deer on the ground. Yeah, I, I've got, I may have to come in, it's looking like I'm going to have to come back into town on Saturday morning. So I, I'm, I'll get set up, uh, maybe hunt super, super early. And then head back into town. My wife has a a doctor's appointment we have to be at, and then get back out there afterward. Maybe uh, I may have to wait Sunday. Wait until Sunday to get back out there. It's just going to kind of depend, y'all. Uh, I'll get into that here in a second. But anyway, that's the plan. Hunt all weekend. Hunt all week. Hopefully have a deer on the ground by Thursday, because uh, on Thursday morning I've got to head down to Abilene for uh, Thanksgiving. But I guess I can come back and, and still hunt past that if I need to. We'll see, and I'll play it by ear and. Yeah, just wish me luck on that one. I've got another mule deer hunt scheduled for December. Uh, so December 
4th, 5th, and 6th, I'll be heading up north to some public land uh, to chase uh, mule deer in the canyons up north. I don't really know how that one's going to go. Uh, it's going to be a pumpkin patch out there, almost certainly. Just a bunch of orange vests and orange hats. Uh, I'm willing to hike back further and harder to get to the mule deer. But yeah, I haven't really gotten into planning that hunt. I don't know what it looks like. Yeah, we'll have to just kind of figure that out when I get there. And then last but not least, and this one I'm actually probably most excited about. Guys, I have got an all-dad hunt on the books. I'm going to go get a, uh, a Barbary sheep, and I could not be more excited. I found a heck of a deal. It's still not, you know, incredibly cheap, but it's a good deal, and I feel comfortable paying it. So myself and one of the, one of the, it's a friend of my wife, actually, are heading down to just south of Del Rio, uh, and we'll spend three days hunting. We've got a couple of travel days lined up there as well, but three days hunting, all dad. Y'all, I, I can't tell you how excited I am. I'm, it's going to be, man, it's going to be fun and rewarding and just a ton of work. So I've got that coming up as well. Yeah. All right. So the other part is gear. I've had to acquire some new stuff just to make this season happen. Yeah. So what have I got? Well, I purchased a couple of pieces, and it's, it's really it's just an entire line of the subalpine big game gear from Sitka. Um, stuff is nice, y'all. I really like the color scheme. The camo looks awesome. It looks amazing. And it's also just really functional. I think it's going to serve me well. Uh, I'm excited to get out there and, and put it to use. I think I'm going to be wearing that for both the mule deer hunts, uh, and I think I'll also wear on the Audad hunt. So I needed something, you know, a little bit more uh, kind of run and gun up and about more gear, you know, specific for, for those purposes. I've got it. I'll be testing it this year. I'll let you guys know how it goes and if there's any issues or complaints or anything else. I've also, I had to get, so I don't have a spotting scope, but I've got a really nice set of binos. And my plan is to use those binos for glassing for both the Audad and the mule deer. You guys who glass a lot probably already know, if you don't have a tripod to put those on, it's just going to make you know, sitting somewhere and staring through binoculars for hours on end, really tough to do. You know, it's, it just gets uncomfortable. So I picked up a, a tripod from Bog and the attachments I need to connect my binoculars to that tripod. And it should work out pretty well. I've got it already mounted up and, and tested it. I think it's going to work out fine. So that's it on the big stuff for gear. Uh, rifle, I did do some work on my rifle. Really not a whole lot. All I did was chop the barrel down. I uh, cut about Oh, four inches off the barrel, so it's down to a 16-inch barrel. Had it threaded. Uh, it's suppressed, of course, so it's ready to roll. But, you know, that man, I'll tell you guys what. Getting in and out of a vehicle, getting in and out of a side-by-side with a 20-inch barrel with a 7-inch suppressor on top of that, it's just not very wieldy. It, it gets hung up on everything. I end up bouncing the barrel off of everything. It just wasn't working out, so I made the decision to go ahead and cut the barrel down some. Uh, I've got a buddy who does it for, you know, almost nothing. So it, it wasn't like I had to spend a lot of money on it. But I, it, it works out pretty good. I did take it out the range. I re-zeroed. I have no issues out to, gosh, a thousand yards. I mean, I was still, you know, it's a 6.5 Creedmoor. A lot of folks were concerned that maybe I wouldn't be able to get that distance. But I was, you know, repeatedly and consistently pinging, you know, still at a thousand yards, no issue. Uh, and then out to 500, man, it's just deadly. So I'm not too worried about that. I think it'll work out really well. But uh, yeah, 
For all the hunts this year, they will be rifle hunts, and I will be running, again, a 6.5 Creedmoor. And then I think I'm going to go ahead and just stick with the 147 grain Hornady ELDM. So the, the downside to using that ELDM is it expands very, very quickly. So you don't want to catch bone or anything like that, or it's just going to make a mess. So the idea is, you know, get myself into a, a good shooting position to make a, a good shot on the animal and put the bullet where it goes. Uh, get it right behind the crease and see if I can't uh, make that work. But that's what I'll be using on all three hunts. A buddy of mine is trying to talk me out of using a 6.5 Creedmoor on the Audad hunt. He thinks I should jump up into like a 7 mag. I'm not sure how I feel about that. We'll see how it goes. But that is an option if I need to. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. All right. So that's pretty much all the hunting I've got planned. Uh, that's all the gear I've got planned. I really don't have anything else, you know, kind of, man, that's, that's about it. But yeah, so personal stuff, y'all, it has been a heck of a year. 2020 has been a mess for a lot of people. And it's like Rona, and it seems like, you know, on top of Rona, everybody has something going on. Uh, and, you know, I'm no exception. So here's what we've had going on and, and what's been happening with me. So number one is my wife and I, we, we can't have children. Uh, we, we weren't able to, you know, naturally. We tried several different things and it just wasn't working out. So we're uh, trying IVF. And guys, IVF just sort of takes the fight out of you. I, I don't know. I think people, you know, react to things a diff you know, differently. And, and so I'm not saying this is for everybody. Uh, it's going to feel the same. But, y'all, IVF is just a struggle personally for me, man. It's, it's emotionally taxing. It just wears you out. Uh, it's, it's emotionally taxing. It's financially taxing. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of going on. Uh, and that's what's been sort of eating at me lately. You know, it's, it's hard to, to do podcasts and to record consistently and, you know, really do any of that whenever you just have this heavy, heavy burden kind of eating at you all the time. So we've got that going on. Uh, you know, I told you guys I have a hunt this weekend and I do on Saturday. Uh, it looks like we're going to have to come in on Saturday morning for a procedure that will require my wife to be sedated. So I don't know if I'll, I'll be able to, uh, to hunt on Saturday. Most likely I'll end up coming back on Saturday morning after a early morning hunt, uh, getting her taken care of. Uh, and then heading back out there either late Saturday evening or early Sunday morning, depending on how she's feeling. But yeah, so IVF, uh, if you guys have questions on how IVF works or IUI or how any fertility treatment at all works, I can tell you all about it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's it's not a lot of fun, y'all. It's, it's, it's not. It's, you know, the reward has got to be there. Um, but man, when you're going through it, it, it's hard to see that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's where we're at with uh, with making a baby. <laughs> like I said, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. If you want to hear about it, uh, if you have questions, feel free to reach out by, via email or text message or phone call or whatever the case is. I'm, I'm happy to answer questions. So the other thing on sort of the, this, I guess it's, it's the, just health stuff. I have been having stomach issues for quite a while uh, and just in my throat as well. Um, and I've been in this last couple of months, I've had two endoscopies done to clear my throat out and to get it stretched out to where I can swallow. Uh, and it's, you know, all that's just a, basically it's just a, a oh, I don't know, like a, a side effect of a really bad indigestion uh, and, and things along those lines. So 
I've had to get two of those done. And then I also had to get a colonoscopy because I was just having these horrible, horrible stomach cramps. Uh, and man, it's terrifying. And whenever you're uh, having issues like that uh, and, and you're seeing, you know, just all manner of crazy stuff. I'm not going to go into detail, but let's just say that there was some alarming stuff happening. So I, I called the doctor again. Actually, it was kind of, yeah, I called the doctor again and, and went in. He scheduled me for a colonoscopy uh, pretty quick. Folks, actually, colonoscopies are not that bad. Uh, the prep was awful, but the actual procedure, not that bad. Had it done and hemorrhoids. So I've got hemorrhoids uh, inside kind of, and there's a, there's several of them. So they're going to go in on December, December 2nd and repair those. Hopefully, you know, that's all taken care of pretty quick because I've got that hunt scheduled on December 4th. I think I'll be fine. Uh, if I need to cancel, I'll cancel, but I think I'll be able to make that hunt after that procedure's done. So I go in, I had this colonoscopy, and, and I think everything's fine. Okay, cool. We can fix that. Uh, not a big deal. Go home, and like four or five days later, I have a hernia. No idea where it came from. Just left the gym, and, and there, you know, there you go. So just kind of one more thing to add to it. I, uh, I've talked to the doctor and, and, you know, a hernia surgery is a little bit more invasive. It's, it'll, it'll pull me out of the fight. It'll, it'll definitely for six, I'm sorry, for about six weeks, I will not be able to do a whole lot. I wouldn't be able to, you know, hike around a whole lot, you know, moving around, hunting a ton. Uh, and we all know how, you know, hunting's hard work. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it and I just wouldn't be able to do it. I made sure with, with him that there's no danger in me pushing that surgery back. So I'm going to push it back until after the hunting season, probably February time frame. I'll go in and get it done, get it taken care of. Uh, hopefully that'll be the end of that. But anyway, so that's kind of what's going on for, for me in my life. Again, guys, I'm really sorry that I haven't uh, been doing my job on the podcast. Uh, I hope you guys understand. Really looking forward to the season still, and I'll keep you guys posted as best I can. Hannah and Cindy, be patient with me. I've got your stuff. Uh, it's almost ready. I should have it out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, again, I'm so sorry, ladies. I know you guys uh, set aside a lot of time and, and gave me your time. I'll get it done, I promise. I hope you guys are, are enjoying your uh, your fall and looking forward to Thanksgiving. Let's give it a whirl and uh, and see how this next couple of weeks goes, all right? I'll talk to you all soon.